Welcome again to Abounding Love Podcast. My name is Dave Nelson, and we are still working our way through the book of Acts. We find ourselves on this podcast at Acts chapter 19, so go ahead and grab your Bibles and open them up there. And uh, as always, I encourage you again, please follow along with us in your Bibles if you can. Uh, It's important that you are studying the Word of God for yourself, that you're learning it for yourself, and and knowing what's being taught here. So Acts chapter 19, we finished up with chapter 18 on our last podcast, and we were introduced to a man named Apollos. And the Bible says some very good things about Apollos, such as he was instructed in the way of the Lord, he was fervent in spirit, and he spoke and taught accurately the things of the Lord. But Acts chapter 18, verse 25 says something pretty interesting. It says that he knew only the baptism of John. And we discussed what that meant last time uh, we were together on a podcast here. And we kind of jumped ahead into chapter 19 and discussed a little bit about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And we'll go over those scriptures again as we look at chapter 19 here. But the thing to keep in mind is that as followers of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are not to walk through this life powerless. The Lord desires to give us the strength we need to live a life that is honorable in the sight of God. The Lord did not just say to us, live holy, do what's right, and if you mess up, I'm going to smack you down. (laughs) That wouldn't be love. Our Heavenly Father is not like that. Even I, as an earthly father, know better than that. Now, if you have been around for any period of time as we go through uh, the book of Acts here on these podcasts, you'll see that I like to give you a lot of different scriptures. So we will be turning a lot of pages again on this podcast, but let's just go ahead and mark this page in our Bibles, Acts chapter 19. This is what we'll be uh, starting to go through on this podcast, but let's turn to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11. We want to we want to talk a little bit about the Holy Spirit. It's real easy sometimes I think as you do Bible studies just to to glance over things, you know, or look at things and and not really take time to study, but we are called to study the Bible. We are called to study the word of God to show ourselves approved. I and mean, this is God's desire for us that we would know his word, thereby knowing him all the more, okay? So Luke chapter 11, we're going to start reading in verse 5, okay? It says, And he said to them, Which of you shall have a friend, and go to him at midnight, and say to him, Friend, lend me three loaves, for a friend of mine has come to me on his journey, and I have nothing to set before him. And he will answer from within and say, Do not trouble me. The door is now shut, and my children are with me in bed. I cannot rise and give to you. I say to you, though he will not rise and give to him because he is a friend, yet because of his persistence, he will rise and give him as many as he needs. So I say to you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, and he who seeks finds, and to him who knocks it will be opened. So the Lord in these scriptures here in Luke 
chapter 11, he is instructing us to be persistent in prayer, to ask and keep asking, to seek and keep seeking, to knock and keep knocking. The door will be opened. But what should we be asking for? What is it that we should be asking for? Look at verse 11. If a son asks for bread from any father among you, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks for a fish, will he give him a serpent instead of a fish? Or if he asks for an egg, will he offer him a scorpion? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So that is what the Lord is telling us to ask for, to seek, to knock, the Holy Spirit. And we talked about it last week, or on the last podcast, I should say, as we went through Acts chapter 18, how this guy, Apollos, was doing good things in the name of the Lord, but he was still missing something. So a guy named Aquila and his wife Priscilla took Apollos aside and they explained to him the things he needed to know. And the same holds true for you and I today. We will always be growing in the knowledge of the Lord as long as we are continuing to seek him. He is an infinite God, and He is too awesome and too powerful for us to completely understand while we are in these finite bodies, okay? But the Holy Spirit is one, is the one, I should say, that teaches us the things we need to know, okay? Turn to John chapter 14, okay? Like I said, we're going to be taking a look again here at the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Apollos was a a man who we studied about in chapter 18. He knew all these things. He was skilled at teaching the Word, and he was doing many good things in the name of the Lord. But he didn't know about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. The only baptism he received was the baptism of John. Now, let's look at John chapter 14, verse 23. Okay. It says, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. And my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. Pretty serious words that Jesus is speaking here, huh? Those that love him do what? They keep his word. And God and Jesus make their home inside of that person. If you don't love him, you demonstrate this by not keeping his word. Okay, look at verse 25. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. So that's the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives. He brings to our remembrance all the things that Jesus said. So in reality, the Holy Spirit helps helps us, I should say, to keep the Word of God. 
So we really need the power of the Holy Spirit. Apollos, as we read in chapter 18, knew Jesus and he had repented, but he did not know the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Today, many Christians walk through this life powerless. They are trying to live for the Lord with their own strength, and they find that they can't do so. So they give up. Do you know that more than 75%, I don't know the actual percentage now, I've heard it, you can look it up, but it's somewhere around there, more than 70, 75% of kids that grow up in Christian homes deny their faith in Jesus within two years of leaving home? Why is this? It's because they don't know the power of the Holy Spirit within them. That's what I really believe. If not for the Holy Spirit, there is no way that I could uh, could have walked the last 24 years of following, following the Lord. If not for His power, I will not be able to walk another year as a follower of Jesus Christ. This life is hard. I didn't surrender my life to Christ till I was 21, and I regret that, but I didn't know the truth about Jesus until I picked up the Bible and began to find out for myself who He really is. And that's why I teach the Bible today. I know the power of the Word of God, and I know that that power comes from the Holy Spirit. Okay, so with all that in mind, let's go ahead And turn back to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. We're going to see how many verses we can get through here on this podcast. And let's go ahead and begin in verse 1. And it happened while Apollos was at Corinth that Paul, having passed through the upper regions, came to Ephesus and finding some disciples. Now I'm going to stop right there because notice here who it is that Paul has come upon. He has come upon some disciples. In other words, they were believers in Jesus. Verse 2, he said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Now, okay, We're going to pause there, and here again, I'm going to keep you turning some pages on this podcast here, but turn to Acts chapter 1, okay? Acts chapter 1. While you're turning there, I'm going to read that again. Verse 2 of Acts 19. He said to them, did you receive the Holy Spirit when you believed? So they said to him, we have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. Okay, now, We're going to go ahead and read through some verses here in Acts chapter 1, okay? Staying on the topic of the Holy Spirit. It says in verse 1, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Now, I think it's very interesting. We talked about this several weeks back when we looked at Acts chapter 1, but that name Theophilus means friend of God. And And I find it so interesting that all these years later, This book, the book of Acts here, is still written to the friends of God, right? And and it goes on there, verse 2 says, Until the day in which he was taken up, after he, Jesus that is, through the Holy Spirit, 
had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs, being seen by them during forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. Okay, now, keep your finger right here, okay? Mark this page, and let's turn to John chapter 16, okay? Getting some exercise here, turning through the pages of the Bible. John is right before the book of Acts. We'll look at John chapter 16, and we'll start reading in verse 5, okay? Now, Jesus is speaking here. It says, But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, Where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come to you. But if I depart... I will send him to you, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my Father and you see me no more, of judgment because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he... The spirit of truth has come. He will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. You see, this is the work of the Holy Spirit. He guides us into all truth. He speaks what the Lord gives to him to speak, and he tells us, things to come. You see, this is how we got the Word of God. This is how we got our Bibles. The Bible tells us who Jesus is and declares to us the things of God. So what do I mean when I say this is how we got the Bible? Well, we're going to turn again to 2 Peter chapter 1. So turn toward the back of your Bibles. And look for 2 Peter, chapter 1. And we'll begin reading in verse 16. So 2 Peter, chapter 1, verse 16. Okay, it says, For we did not follow cunningly devised fables when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received from God the Father honor and glory when such a voice came to him from the excellent glory. This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. And we heard this voice which came from heaven when we were with him on the holy mountain. And so we have the prophetic word confirmed which you do well to heed as a light that shines in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts, 
knowing this first, that no prophecy of Scripture is of any private interpretation. For prophecy never came by the will of man, but holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. So that's where we got our Bibles from. Holy men of God spoke as they were moved by the Holy Spirit. Prophecy. And Peter is proclaiming here, he didn't follow some cunningly devised fables. He was eyewitnesses to the majesty of the Lord. You see, Scripture, the Bible, is not cunningly devised fables. It came to us from men that were moved by the Holy Spirit. This is why we don't dare add to or subtract from the Word of God. There are many other books written that are just cunningly devised fables, and they may claim to be another gospel. But Galatians 1.8 says, But even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. You see, the Holy Spirit is the one that teaches and guides us. And the Holy Spirit is the one that wrote the Bible. He used men as his writing instruments, but they were moved by him. So, in Acts chapter 1, before Jesus ascended into heaven, go ahead and turn back there, Acts chapter 1, Jesus told his followers to go to Jerusalem and wait for the Holy Spirit. Okay, so Acts chapter 1, verse 5, it says, For truly John baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. You know, one thing I see very interesting in those scriptures, the disciples asked um, Jesus, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? They were asking a political question. They had their minds on something that the Lord wasn't even going to deal with them. And he said to them, it's not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. But he directs them right back to where he wants them to be. He says, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. And we, as born-again followers of Jesus Christ, filled with the power of the Holy Spirit, this is what we ought to be doing. We ought to be witnesses for Jesus Christ. You, in your personal life, you have a Jerusalem. That's your, your home. That's your surrounding. You have a Judea. You, that, that may be your town around you. You have a Samaria. That may be your county. And you can go to the end of the earth. 
We are to take the gospel out to those that are around us, but we cannot do this without the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so that is why I'm I'm, I'm spending a, a little bit of time here, rather just rather than just skipping over these uh, first few scriptures in Acts chapter 19. Um, we want to talk about the power of the Holy Spirit because many people have come to the Lord Jesus Christ. They've repented. They've turned from their sins. They've placed their faith in Jesus Christ. And then they go out and try and live the Christian life without any power at all. They try and do it on their own. Or maybe they just go and and they just say, forget it. And they just form their own little social clubs and their own little gatherings. And they get together and they do whatever they do. But that's not what the Lord has called us to. That's not what the power of the Holy Spirit is for. The power of the Holy Spirit is not for us to have warm and fuzzies. It's not for us to be all filled with all this power and just sitting on our sofas doing nothing. The power of the Holy Spirit is that we might go and be witnesses to others around us. And Jesus, he knew that in order for his followers to be witnesses for him, and in order for the gospel to be preached throughout the whole world, they would need the power to do so. So they did as he said, and you can read about that yourselves in in Acts chapter 2, but the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they went out telling the world the truth about Jesus Christ. And I do encourage you to go and study that. Today, though, the same thing is still going on. And I believe that even as we go through this podcast, even as we go through the book of Acts, it's still happening. The Holy Spirit is instructing us in the ways of the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ. And even after 24 years, I continue to grow in the grace and in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. We are all works in progress. When the day of our death comes, we'll never be able to say, I've arrived. I'm I'm there. I know it all. I'm going into heaven knowing it all. It, It won't happen. The Word of God is a living, active Word. God is doing things in in our hearts. He's doing things in the hearts of others that, that we just don't comprehend. But let's go back and look at Acts chapter 19 again. Let's go ahead and turn back there to Acts 19. Paul, he finds these disciples in Ephesus that did not know about the Holy Spirit. Look at verse 3, Acts 19, 3. And he said to them, Into what then were you baptized? So they said, Into John's baptism. Then Paul said, John indeed baptized with a baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him, that is, on Christ Jesus. When they heard this, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when Paul had laid hands on them, the Holy Spirit came upon them, and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Now the men were about twelve in all. So here we see that these disciples, these believers in Jesus, had received the baptism of John, which was the baptism of repentance, saying to the people that they should believe on him who would come after him. 
that is, on Christ Jesus. That was the baptism of John. But there's more. There is a power. There is the power of the Holy Spirit that God gives to us to live this life as witnesses for Jesus Christ. I can't imagine trying to get through this life as a Christian without the power of the Holy Spirit. I can't imagine trying to to fight the temptations of this world and, and to deal with the temptations of this flesh and you name it, all kinds of things, you know, that, that, that happen in this world. We are powerless if not for the power of the Holy Spirit, even as believers in Jesus Christ. You know, we can you can come to a place where you say, okay, I'm a believer in Jesus Christ, and you just stop right there. That's it. Now you go through this life and and you live it in a powerless way and and you fight. And some days you say, you know, you you begin to even curse toward heaven and say, where are you, God? You're not in my life. But yet you're walking through life powerless. Kind of reminds me of the scripture that says that they have a form of godliness, but they deny the power thereof. But I really want to encourage you to seek the Lord. Next Thursday, uh, on our next podcast, which when I do it live, it'll it'll be next Thursday, but we'll continue on in chapter 9. So if you want, you can go ahead and, and uh, excuse me, not chapter 9, chapter 19 of Acts, but if you want, you can go ahead and read ahead. Um, but seek the Lord in prayer. Study the Word of God for yourself. Ask, seek, and knock. Ask the Lord for the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, and watch what He will do in your heart. You will begin to realize that your spiritual eyes are opening wider and wider to the truth about Jesus Christ. And it won't be a man or a woman that is doing this work in your heart. It will be the Holy Spirit himself. And this opening of your spiritual eyes will come as you study the Word of God. Because remember, we've talked about this. It's a living, active Word, okay? It's not a dead Word. It will do a work within your heart and in your mind. It will renew you in the spirit of your mind. So, study the Bible, Open it up. Begin to read through it. And like I've told you on other podcasts, if you have any questions, feel free to email. I'm I'm not the Bible answer man, but hey, I trust in the Lord. I trust that if the Lord places it on your heart to to email and ask us a question about the Bible, I trust that the Lord will, will give us that answer as we study the Word of God together. So thanks again for listening to this podcast. We really appreciate you. Let us know. Continue to email us and let us know that you're listening and let us know that this podcast is a blessing to you. But like I've said before, I'm going to press on. I'm going to keep doing this uh, no matter what. So thanks be to God for his word. And why don't we just go ahead and, and end in a word of prayer. Father God in heaven, we do thank you, God, that you have not left us comfortless, you have not left us alone. You have given, given to us the Helper, the Holy Spirit, 
to indwell us, to, to come upon us, to empower us to be witnesses of who you are, Lord. So, Lord, I pray for each and every listener of this podcast that you have begun a good work within them, be it one week ago, be it 10 years ago, 50 years ago. You have begun a good work in them, Lord Jesus, that you will be faithful to complete. Lord, we love you. We trust in you. Our hope is in you. And we thank you and praise you for your great love and mercy for our lives and for your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.